Hi, I'm Naomi Simpson, and I'm so pleased to be bringing you Handpicked, my podcast. Now, the idea is that people get to ask me any question they like. They put me on the spot. And in this episode, I'll be speaking to Tony about his business, which is located in the regions. He'll ask me about well-being and also business growth in regional Australia. Hello, Tony, and welcome to Handpicked, where you get to ask me all the questions. But maybe first up, perhaps you can give our listeners a little insight into your world. Hello, Naomi. Nice to be here. Thank you for the invite. Um, Youngster.co is an intergenerational social enterprise where our tech-safe youngsters teach seniors how to use technology, but at the same time, our elders teach our youngsters life skills. How gorgeous. And how long has your business been in operation? Around 18 months now. Yeah, it's fantastic. And I met you right at the beginning of the journey, probably around 16 months ago when you just started. Fabulous purpose. Now, what questions have you got for me? There's so much to ask you and I have, we have limited time. So I'll bring it down to some of the core ones, especially this intergenerational and regional Australia. That's what we're looking for, how we can inspire our youngsters. And So if you were 20 years old, and maybe you are, but if you were 20 years old yourself, what advice would you give yourself? Yeah, my younger self. Mm. I give myself a good talking to, that's for sure. I'd ask myself to breathe. And when I was young, I was always urgent. I was always in a hurry. And in some ways, it meant that I didn't think strategically or long term. I was always in action. And so when I think of the young people also in my life, and I have four kids in their 20s, that's the thing that I encourage them to think about. It's not just necessarily this weekend, this next month, but to think you've got a long and deep life. How do you want it to evolve? And you don't have to make all the decisions today. I guess I lived in a world of perfect. I wanted everything to be perfect and I felt a level of frustration if everything didn't go my way, not realising that in that imperfection there was incredible lessons. And uh, stopping and understanding and reflecting on what I did learn uh, would have probably served me a little bit better. So there's so much I'd tell my younger self, including, you know, that was the premise of that first book that I wrote, Live What You Love, that was the premise of it was to um, to share some of my insights of, and to really feel my passion and it's okay you know I was always always everything's wrong it's not uh, everything is just the way it's supposed to be but it's do we choose to listen and observe and take the lessons and some of those lessons are very expensive uh, but you better learn something from them then and have you learned something from the older generation let's say your mom and um, you know how they interact with our Um, youngsters. Um, Is there any anecdote you could tell me? Yes. Um, uh, There's two two things to this. One is the older people that I see in the workplace. So when I was young and working in corporate Australia, I struggled to respect the wisdom that older people had. And I didn't understand that, you know, like, how do they know that? That's because they've done it for 30 years. And now young people come up to me and they go, how do you know that? Well, it's because I've been doing it for 30 years. So I, I understand that uh, now. So this kind of respect, because if they don't know one thing, let's say technology, or they don't know social media, you think, or oh, they don't know anything, you know, and kind of writing people off. And that is such a limitation. I think 
the struggle that I have had with my own parents or other uh, older people is their ability to listen. So my parents-in-law are incredibly great at listening and being curious and learning from not just their grandchildren but their great-grandchildren, observing how they interact with the world. And it is different than it, it was, you know, back in the day. But I also uh, watch my parents kind of tell their grandkids what to do um, or they say, oh, in my day, you know, we go out and do this, that and the other thing and I just watch the kids glaze over. So building that bridge and that connection uh, is really important for old people, older people to younger people as, as staying relevant and being in their world. I'm excited for the future and the alpha generation, which is those who are under 10 right now, because the way that they interact and interface and their curiosity is different than we've ever known before as a species. And they will look at problems in a completely different way. So the older the that we get, the harder it is to look outside the box and look in. So, you know, I coach myself with my, not just my kids, but our team members who are younger and everything to stay curious and keep asking questions and I think in so doing then we expand not just our relationships with them but also what we can learn. So going back to regional Australia we have quite a lot of assets and experiences to offer. Where do you see the um, opportunity is in regional Australia? I know coming from Red Balloon, BRG, I think there's quite a lot to talk about but what are the core elements of regional Australia from your point of view. Yeah, and your business is based in Coffs mm. in far north east New South Wales um, and you serve a regional community. Look, I am so optimistic for regional Australia and I personally have invested greatly when I could, which I can't at the moment, but I would was travelling from Mount Isa to um, South Australia and uh, Warrnambool and all sorts of places for speaking engagements because I think there's massive opportunity in regional Australia. And what we've seen in the last 20 months is the fact that people are having a tree change or a sea change and they can work anywhere. But when I visited Coffs Harbour a few years ago, and we did meet uh, all that time ago, even before Youngster, um, was I saw that people were able to work remotely, have clients anywhere in Australia or anywhere on the globe and work from coughs and maybe visit their clients in Sydney once a month or something just to stay connected. And I think that's now happened on steroids. I know with our own team at uh, BRG, we now have team members anywhere and everywhere because we've taken the shackles of we have to see people and we're absolutely prepared to invest in flying people in, you know, once a quarter or whatever it takes to make sure they have that physical connection or for their training and development and so forth. And I think, so I'm really excited, not just for what um, that, that regional Australia is a home base for people, like working from home, but also the the business that therefore gets created in that community. And whilst there's a lot of criticism of NBN because it's pretty easy to, you know, throw mud, we know that as soon as the NBN goes into a regional town, businesses get opened and we know that it is the driver and we also know that many of those businesses are, are run by women and um, that that's a very, very good thing for our economy. That's one of the things that our youngsters is helping with. It's actually often not the NBN issue, it's the setup in the house and youngsters are perfect to do that. Yeah. In relation to, you know, measuring how you travelling. So in the past it was, you know, from the um, national perspective, the GDP and Jacinta Ardern, she introduced this social well-being index. Do you see that we should also measure the well-being 
um, employer well-being and social well-being as well as the GDP on a broader scale? Yeah, I, look, actually, one of the metrics I've looked at for years is the happiness index, mm. and that is um, an economic indicator, which is how positive are your people. And there is a massive concern that I have for business owners about uh, their mental health, mm. and that is it can be very lonely to own and operate a business when everybody's asking you questions. Will we have any customers today? How are we going through um, the current you know, circumstance? Have we got a future? And this financial pressure does cause real mental health um, mm. challenges for small business owners and anybody who's listening to this do you know beyond blue uh, black dog um, lifeline there are services and online services to support business owners as well and I think it's really important because often we put on a stiff upper lip and we can't share everything with people because they worry or they they think that our business is in some way not going that well and they're looking for safety and security I think Think that mental health is a very important issue for business owners and that we do need to support each other and um, also to get professional help when we need it. Uh, or what do you define as measurement unit in order to improve? You know, you do experience every 30 seconds now. Yes, yes, but, yes. Um, so how would you measure the well-being? Well-being sounds great, but is it really tangible? Can you really see like maybe how many experiences have you done yourself with your staff or something to, I don't know, measure that improvement? Thousands. Uh, in fact, one of the things that we did when we were in lockdown, we didn't have an office, was we started running in an experience at work program and we used our own product where we sent small teams that we could either on a chocolate making course, on a sabre fencing course, on an axe throwing. That was particularly popular. And uh, we've hosted more than 50 experiences for our team when wow. we couldn't. And now that we're back in the office, we're hosting experiences here because we believe in the way that people connect. Now that takes intention it takes making sure that we do things and it doesn't need to be expensive you know barefoot bowls uh, how much fun is that for 40 bucks you know and you can have everybody there and a laugh and it's really relatively inexpensive and you're also supporting a, a local association or club so um, it takes intention but as business owners part of the well-being index is how we are getting people to connect mm. everyone is exhausted by being on oh, not another zoom call mm. and so bringing people together in small groups is something that can be done and should be done every business now is looking at their triple bottom line it's not just about profit it's not just about cash flow it is also about the well-being of their people but also their stakeholders and the people around their enterprise because not everybody employs people they might be using contractors consultants or have outsourced suppliers and it's really important that we pay everybody on time or before time because money is a big stressor in business mm. if you're not getting paid so we do look at our triple bottom line and that includes our social responsibility and one of the good life goals that we have chosen that we assess ourselves against is the well-being of our team and our broader community which which is our experience partners. Looking at yourself, what do you do to look after yourself? I know you are a pretty good painter, I heard. <laughs> yes, Tony. That's a great question. I do paint. And I, and people say, oh, when did you take that up? And I said, well, oh, 41 years ago, you know, when I was uh, at kindergarten. Um, look, I've painted for years and years. And last year, because we we're at home and in lockdown, my children have grown up and left home all I did have capacity to really work on my craft and I love it. I just love this silence and this, um, it, it's almost like a meditation for me. I, the paint does the painting, I don't do the painting, I'm merely a conduit and they do say that that's 
um, what happens with you know songwriters and so forth. They they um, feel the music and they they literally put it down on paper. They don't know where it comes from. And for me, that has always been um, a great counterbalance. I I think it's really important as a leader to keep myself fit. And I'm no use to anybody if I'm not fit and healthy. And so I invest greatly in my Pilates and my yoga and doing strength training and walking. And um, my physical and mental health are very very important to me because I'm no good to anybody unless I've invested in that. I heard sleep is good too. Oh, look, <laughs> sleep. You know, I used to I used to laugh and say, oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Well, I think if you don't get good sleep, you, you're wandering around feeling dead. And um, meditation has been the thing that works the best for me to calm my brain. I'm a I've got a very busy brain and uh, I need to be able to calm that down. But I've got so much exciting things to do. I'm, I'm excited like a little kid going to a birthday party most days. So I need to be able to calm that down. Good conversation, being curious, asking questions. And what's the next stages for Youngster? What, what about mm. for your business? What's the question just for you? I was not prepared for that, but okay, let me think <laughs> about it. Look at you all shy all of a sudden. Great mm. enterprise, completely driven by purpose mm. and what you're doing and delighting your elders, which I think is the most beautiful world, and your youngsters. And when you put them together, magic happens. Absolutely. I think um, we are keen to see what's going to happen in HK. HK is a huge and the health, um, it's a massive market and it's being disrupted by many different players. We do want to play in the HK space and, um, you know, we all age and there's going to be seniors who still want to be part of the community and give back. Mm-hmm. And this is a beautiful way to um, make them being part of the community, engage with the youngsters, teach them how to be polite, patient and have empathy and ultimately create a better community and resilient community in regional Australia. Yeah. Mm. And and there's so many young people also looking for purpose and contribution. Mm. And there's that wonderful ABC program at the moment, you know. Well, it was one of our elders and youngsters. Oh, really? It was Ruth Holmes and Sienna Biggs. Yeah. Oh, it's such, it's such. It a, was in Dorigo. Yeah, yeah, such a beautiful program. And, um, and the work that you're doing is so important. And so therefore, in terms of your own growth strategy, I heard you speaking about retail and you know how to go into retail and understand that you want to spend you know you want to bring the customers to spend a little bit more time in retail and I was contemplating having our vouchers next to the red balloon vouchers on a uh, on the wall in the in Woolworths and Coles. That'll be pretty cool. That'd be great. <laughs> what a wonderful vision. I suspect it is the the thing is I find having worked with corporate Australia for a very long time and particularly last year that many enterprises in Australia are looking for ways to support smaller businesses and so they, they've all got ESG agendas but they actually don't know where to direct their energy. Um, you know, bushfires, how do we go out and help people who are bushfire affected? They don't know. And so, yeah, often uh, buying a voucher from us is a way to support a small business in community so there you go maybe it's also a way to support um, people and elders we have um, a really nice story about the vouchers um, the dine and discover vouchers at the moment many seniors don't know how to claim them yeah they need to know how to use mobile phones or go there's a huge uh, long queues at service news outwell centers mm-hmm. so we have reached out and service news outwell is very keen 
to explore that further. And um, so we're working on that. It will be interesting. Oh, how wonderful. Because as soon as people get introduced to your organisation and you look, you know, seeking out distribution opportunities, then what, then they know. Mm. And you know, never know where that is going to go. Yeah, it's um, very exciting, uh, very busy, but very rewarding as well. Well, Tony, thank you so much for coming and asking a few questions on oh, Handpicked. You. It was so great to see you. We're here in person, which is wonderful. Um, and all the best for your fabulous enterprise. Thank you.